0: Well, folks, what's the crack? Uh, welcome to just a quick little intro on update i was going to say interview but maybe more of like a conversation i don't know Anne. we'll kind of see what way it kind of turns out let's go with the
1: flow
0: yeah uh but really quickly we kind of just wanted to jump on and keep you guys in the loop of a really exciting mini series that we're rolling out over the next few weeks here uh we are doing this as part of a collaboration with ni connections and i guess Anne, do you maybe want to jump in and just explain what ni connections is real quick
1: okay so Um, Northern Irish Connections. It is our diaspora outreach initiative for Northern Ireland. So simply put, we're all about connecting with our diaspora and friends around the world for the good of Northern Ireland and the people from here. So we do that in two main ways. So um, through our online channels, regular newsletter, all of that good stuff, we share some great stories, really uplifting insights about you know what's happening back at home and across um, you know what is now a growing global diaspora community in, in NI connections. And um, I suppose the other point is, as we're part of Invest Northern Ireland, which is um, the region's economic development agency, a major part of our work is all about connecting and engaging with diaspora around the world, who are keen to put their shoulders to the wheel, I would say, mm. and actively help to create opportunities for Northern Ireland. So, you know, for more information, here comes the info, but listeners can check out niconnections.com.
0: <laughs> There's <laughs> a <laughs> commercial plug. break. We love it. <laughs> bring it on, bring it on. But
1: I know you'll also have some more information on the Best of Belfast website, Matt, so I'll leave it there. That's it in a nutshell.
0: On Unreal. So... The whole idea behind the series is we're basically sitting down with, and when I say sitting down, we're doing it remotely. So I'm sitting down on my chair, they're sitting down in their chair in some weird and wonderful part of the world. And uh, we are basically looking to share six stories of six really interesting people from Northern Ireland who are living and working overseas, who are just doing unbelievably interesting things and uh, at the end of this kind of wee episode we'll tell you some of the information about the people that we're meeting with but i suppose kind of one of the reasons why we wanted to do this series but also the purpose of this wee quick conversation with on here is to try to figure out what on earth actually is the diaspora how important is it why does it even matter why does ni connections do the great work that they do and what does that mean for us as people who live locally or if you listen to the podcast overseas What does that mean for you too? So, Anne, I mean, really simply, just to kind of kick us off, what is a diaspora? Because I had no idea what a diaspora was (laughs) until I became it or became part of it. And uh, I guess, like, you know, the wordsmith in me is interested. What does that word even mean? Where does that even come from?
1: Okay. So, great question. And, um, one, I've definitely been asked many times in the past couple of years, you know, when you say to somebody, my role isn't heading up a diaspora initiative, you kind of get a quizzical <laughs> look going, you what? Um, so I've had all the jokes, right? You know, is that not a plant? Is there a cure for that? And all of the above, okay? So honestly, it's not a word that was even in my everyday vocabulary until I, until I took on responsibility for Northern Irish Connection. So the question is totally fair enough, Um So uh, for the geek in you, Matt, the word itself comes from ancient Greek and means to scatter about. So in terms of people, yeah, it really just means those who have settled in a place other than their ancestral home. Okay, So that's the basic meaning of it. But I suppose for Northern Irish Connections, we don't just stick with that textbook definition. So we've extended it a wee bit. So for us, the diaspora absolutely includes all of those overseas who are connected by birth or heritage to Northern Ireland without question. But we also include what we describe as our affinity diaspora. And by that, I mean, um, you know, those um, who have um, a deep connection or an affinity for Northern Ireland, and it's usually... Um, as a result, of haven't been here for, you know, spent time here for education, travel, work or business. And they've then gone home and Northern Ireland has left a, a lasting right. positive impression on them.
0: So they maybe came over for uni and then uh, a exactly. the little piece of their heart was left here kind of forever. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yes. So that's how we interpret it. Kind of, you know, so we flex it to our own interpretation. But that's that's how we look at it for Northern Irish Connections.
0: That's cool. Uh, Again, purely my own kind of curiosity here. I've never understood the difference between an expat and someone who's part of a diaspora. Is there a difference?
1: There is sort of, yeah. So um, if you think about an expat uh, who is someone from one country living in another, but not always on a permanent basis, you know, and not always with, you know, a long term goal of of having citizenship of that country. Whereas I would say the difference in terms of diaspora is that it's not only um, more permanent, but can also be... Um, multi-generational you know in the way that you'd say ah. that someone would be first generation or second generation northern irish so that's that's the main difference as i would say it
0: yeah that's cool and so i guess like more like on topic and i'm more like to the point then uh like mm-hmm. how many and i guess this is going to be hard like how many northern irish people are there living overseas where are they mainly going i mean something i've been blown away by this series is just where people have ended up like it's <laughs> it's really really crazy never mind the industries they've been a part just- of
1: Find diaspora treasures, no matter where you. live, it, it's it is fascinating, actually. You know, so that that whole, um, that whole consideration of the scale of the Northern Irish diaspora, you know, has taxed many an academic. You know, so it's not an easy thing to to quantify, but. I suppose what I would say is the best estimate I have for those that claim Northern Irish ancestry around the world is about 10 million. My goodness. And yeah, so, you know, as you would probably expect, there's, you know, there's a big chunk of that in the USA and Canada, you know, so there's about eight and a half million there.
0: Mm.
1: Um, across the water in GB, we've probably got another 1.6-ish million and then um, about half a million in Australia. And of course, then there's there's clusters of diaspora in major cities around the world as well. And, <clears throat> you know, if we add into that, that affinity diaspora, then, you know, that becomes actually you know so much bigger. All those people that have been here, you know, to study or work <laughs> or visit or frequently, that that number just becomes, you know, colossal, actually. So it's it's a fantastic um, scale uh, of, of Northern Irish connections around the world. Yeah, yeah,
0: that is absolutely mad. And like, why do you think it is important for us to connect with this diaspora? And I guess, like, I'm going to try to come at this from a few angles. Like, obviously, there's the organizational Northern Ireland PLC Invest mm-hmm. in I sort of agenda, which is really important. But then even just, okay. like, for us as individuals and for us as listeners, you know, what can we gain from, uh, like, learning and connecting and finding out more about these people living overseas?
1: Well, I would say to that point, you know, um <sighs> First and foremost, you know, even when you look at at, at the kind the, the caliber of diaspora we have in this um in this mini series, you know, and you multiply that up, you know, they're they're an immense source of what they describe almost as national pride, mm. you know, um that, that we would all share, you know, in terms of their achievements, you know, around the world, cutting across continents, industry sectors, all walks of life. And I think that's really what this podcast is all about celebrating that and inspiring that kind of you know pride and, and passion for being Northern Irish so I think that's the important factor there but yeah to, to the point I guess in terms of the Northern Ireland PLC piece as well you know for for a small country like Northern Ireland you know the diaspora community worldwide is just you know it's a phenomenal global asset for us mm. we really really prized for that you know so you know and, and the kind of work that we do in economic development you know the diaspora can be really powerful ambassadors for Northern Ireland. You know, they can tell the story about Northern Ireland as a great place to visit and live and work, and study and invest and all of that good stuff. And that can have a really positive effect on the economy here and really tangibly. You know, you know a lot of the academics would describe that kind of power as soft power. But honestly, it really can translate into, to, you know, hard impacts for Northern Ireland. So, you know, the, the, the kind of ways that the diaspora help us in a, in a tangible sense can be anything from opening doors, uh, you know, for Northern Irish businesses or encouraging investors to come here or maybe even setting up their own businesses back at home as well. You know, the alumni from our universities, um, our schools and colleges are really, you know, best advertisements for, for the benefits of studying here. Um, and I know I'm going down an economic um, oh, that's, rabbit let's hole here. let's go but, for it. This is
0: what podcasts but, but, are know, for. <laughs> but
1: when you think about it, you know, the the international perspective that the diaspora bring is so important to us, um, you know, here as we develop, you know, economic strategies to drive Northern Ireland forward. Um, and if you think about right now, you know, it's all the more important. You know, global economies are radically transforming. and And for Northern Ireland particularly, we're facing into some pretty, you know, unique and major challenges, you know, like charting a pathway for our own economic recovery and and heading into a post-Brexit era. So those connections are are fantastic for us to be able to to, um, chart that pathway, I guess. So um, I suppose for us, you know, by connecting with our diaspora, we're we're tapping into a really valuable global network that is talented, has international experience, unique expertise, um, and most importantly, uh, the common denominator across all of that and across all of your listeners and, you know, all of our um, NI connections is really that genuine desire to see Northern Ireland prosper. Mm. And that's the bottom line.
0: Absolutely. And I guess like as well, like to kind of flip that question on its head, um, I don't know if you knew this about me. I don't know if I've actually like if if I've ever um Talked about this to you, but my first kind of you haven't, venture. But you
1: haven't interviewed yourself. You see <laughs> on your podcast. And actually, we should maybe flip this around. Yeah. Go my for uh,
0: it. my first ever kind of entrepreneurial uh, venture. I was probably about twelve, and uh, I sold tato crisps. To people living in Australia from Northern Ireland, (laughs) and I don't even know how legal it was. It was like just over eBay, Um, but it's it's amazing because you know we obviously can benefit a lot from connecting with these incredible people living overseas. But when you are away from home, you have such a longing and such a desire to have some sort of a connection to Northern Ireland. You've got a good brand. The brand the brand works. Um, So what can what what's the benefit of them connecting?
1: Yeah, I'm going to pick up on your Tato thing just cuz there's something just um I was I'm in a a WhatsApp group for Northern Irish connections in Hong Kong. It's Freddie sizable <laughs> membership Love there that. or whatever. That's good. Cool. And uh you know the phone was pinging away this morning because much excitement uh, that someone had taken delivery of a box of Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so the chat and the crack was all about, you know, how to make the best crisp sandwiches and then what to wash it down with. So there was a big debate, uh, depending on, on where you grew up and when you grew up, <laughs> whether it should be Maine, which is the fizzy pop yeah, um, yeah. that used to come around on a Friday right. afternoon, um, or be washed down with C&C, brine lemonade. You know, and these are some, you know, th- these are some very heavy hitters, you know, from you know the banking and tech community and whatever. But still, fundamentally, that kind of the excitement around that potato thing, Really tickled me this morning. So, you know, um, uh, yeah, I think it's fantastic, and you know, I think that mix of. You know, people wanting to get a sense of, um, you know, contemporary Northern Ireland, but at the same time, really that nostalgia piece and the further mm-hmm. away from home you get, the stronger that gets is is really, you know, quite unique. So just tickled by your uh, <laughs> Tato story as well.
0: <laughs> That's great. Because uh, one of my favorite reviews the podcast has ever got, like in history, if anything, this is the ultimate tagline. Um, so someone wrote in, I think they were from, I think they were from New Zealand and they said, mate... I absolutely love this. It's like potato crisps for your ears. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I was love like, you it. know what? If we were to tagline this series, I mean, that's a pretty good way to describe it. <laughs> and uh, I love... You should the- maybe
1: chat to Tato about that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. We need, we need to work it out. We need to get uh, the best of us legal team to, <laughs> to clear that one. Um, But Brilliant. how have you guys managed to kind of like use digital to really invest in that connection because you know mm-hmm. before even whenever I was growing up you know it would have been you would have been sending people physical letters you would have been sending them we care packages and stuff it would have been mm-hmm. very hard to like locate people you know and find because it really yeah. is I think you used the term kind of like the treasury of, the, of yeah. the diaspora it is it's like it's like hunting for treasure to try to find mm-hmm. where all these connections are and who knows who and I'll wait this person's in Singapore what are they doing in Singapore and you know it's a bit of like a, a treasure hunt yeah. so how That's, have you guys yeah leverage dig- digital and how's digital made the work you do even better and possible
1: even better yeah so uh, probably what i'd say to that is you know it's it's really thanks to the power digital you know we relaunched northern irish connections back in early uh, 2019 and you know through the power digital we've really been able to grow a real global online community across all channels you know um and I would say probably the technology is the enabler of course but it's uh, for us it would be the content uh, that has been key to that in Mm. a sense you know so you know from the first time that you and i met what immediately connected us was that mission to share the good stuff about here you know so so like the best of belfast you know the thread throughout all of the northern irish connections content is that you know positivity and passion and i'm not just saying that to be you know, corny or cliched or whatever. That's genuinely uh, the approach that we take. So, like you know, the kind of stories we have feature on you know business successes, game-changing initiatives going on in Northern Ireland, um, and what is really popular actually are the insights you know into the lives and careers that people who have returned or relocated here have built. Real nosiness factor to that. You know, people <laughs> just wanting to kind of understand what's it like for them, kind of thing. So. Uh, that those kind of case studies or insights are, are really, really powerful. Um, and the other stuff we cover, you know, new things to do and see around Northern Ireland and, and of course, you know, the the achievements of our amazing diaspora around the world and um, as I mentioned earlier you know throughout all of that what's really important is to balance that sense of what contemporary Northern Ireland is like you know some of our followers have been away from here you know for you know 10, 20, 30, 40 plus years you know and so getting the sense of what contemporary Northern Ireland is like um, and weaving in um, that nostalgia piece is really important you know Um so you know just to kind of Explain why that combination is so important. So I mentioned there, you know, about the 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 guys in Hong Kong and their excitement over the potato, cheese, and onion, and CNC crisp. But you know, a couple of other wee anecdotes um, I can give you if if you're that will encapsulate that. If you're <laughs> if you want May to it, hear them,
0: I am all ears. You're know?
1: <laughs> all about the anecdotes. So <laughs> so you know, as well as a digital piece, um you know, we will occasionally have in-market events to promote Northern Irish connections um, or maybe meet up with some of those diaspora, you know, who um, have been, you know, really active in in certain locations or sectors. And I'm deliberately saying occasionally because we don't do it all the time and I don't want you to have me pegged (laughs) as some kind of globetrotting game dropper (laughs) because the reality could not be further from the truth. (laughs) um,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. Just hanging out in New York with Liam Mason, have yeah, a couple exactly. of drinks. Next thing you know, I'm over no, in I'm Dubai with Rory McIlroy. Yeah. <laughs> then we
1: go. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I'll not mention any names in telling these stories, but you know, if those involved are listening, they will know who they are. Okay, so, so just to kind of share with you, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> at a dinner in New York last year, Matt, <laughs> um, I was seated beside a, a very senior executive, you know, from the world of capital banking. Um and the reason why he was there was that um you know, he was there with a visiting financial technology company from Northern Ireland, a real rising star, and he was helping them to get into some of the big investment banks to pitch whatever else. But anyway, we're chatting away um at dinner and um within about five minutes in true Northern Irish style, you know, we worked out that I'd been to school with his sister, Number one, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is funny. But um also That's well, like a collective
0: really- party trick. Everyone from Northern like, Ireland is you know, very good at I love it. It's
1: only like one <laughs> or two degrees of separation, if even. Um, but... What I also thought was intriguing was, you know, he's been away from home for 40 plus years. Right. But still subscribes to his local newspaper. back Wow. Home. You know, the very local one, you know.
0: Yes. Like the equivalent of, of the Mourn Observer.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And all that. So he's been away for ages, and, you know, uh, but still wanted to have that very, very local connection. Um, the other one, which is also sort of food related, and we're probably dropped another name of a brand here but anyway and um, the other one that comes to mind is we did a launch in Toronto last year so if you can picture the scene so we've got you know a very senior executive in one of the big four consultancy houses and um, he's originally from Northern Ireland and he's really really generously allowed us to host our event in their fab. I mean, just fabulous offices overlooking the CNN tower. So a real iconic location and um, something that we could never have done on our own steam. So we we're eternally grateful uh, to him for that. But anyway, I'm getting ready to, to travel over and I ask him, is there anything he wants brought from home as a thank you? And what he asked for was um, a loaf of Vita.
0: Wow.
1: Right. So <laughs> I called into the shop went to the airport And, you know, honestly, if I had known how excited, delighted, I mean, delirious, actually, (laughs) he was going to be, when I presented that to him on the night, I would have brought a a suitcase film yeah. you know, honestly just uh, uh, you know something like £1.79 that just triggered so much joy totally. you know in this person you know and the laugh was in the course that evening I had quite a few people come up and say have you got any more Vita with you whatever
0: <laughs> <laughs> so next you, time I go you're back you're like sneaking around the back corner wearing like absolutely. a big jacket it's like hey man you got that Vita you got that Vita bread bro <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. so next time I go back to Toronto I'll have to be packing the Vita so there you go Here so, and that could be a sweet know,
0: wee side business for you you could, you could flip <laughs> yeah. a serious Profit, 170. I reckon you could charge 10 bucks. Come on, probably more. <laughs> Actually, you probably
1: could have done. You probably could have done. But you know, that just sort of that's the kind of vibe, you know, that we're trying to curate in our content, you know, and, and what has probably been key to success so far and you know, and why we've got such a a strong following. Um uh, but what I would say as well, the other point um on the on the technology piece and the digital pieces. Just, and you know this better than me, just really how far everyone has come in the last few months, you know, in terms Mm. of easy use of of Skype and. Zoom and Teams and whatever. Um, you'll remember when we started first chatting about doing this mini-series, we were like, mm, great idea, but you know, will people overseas be able to cope with the technology and how much instruction are we going to have to give them? Is it going to work? Yeah, and, now, and
0: that know, was me too. That was like, <laughs> oh, I'd love to do this, but I don't know if I can do a remote interview. Do you know what I mean? And now it's like yeah. just circumstances, you know, enter global pandemic and now everyone's very well schooled and uh, able to be flexible and can work their way around the microphone and everything in a very short space of time. So yeah, it's it's, yes, it's actually it's, second
1: nature now. Yeah, it's second crazy. nature. So so you can imagine, you know, for Northern Irish connections that just opens up a whole new world of possibility for us. So we're very excited about about, you know, really leveraging that and, you know, as we move forward. So it's fantastic. Yeah. So all good.
0: That's awesome. What would you say your goal is for this mini series. Like, what are you looking to get out of it? And like, I, I can, I can kind of go first because I know it's a kind of a big question to kind of drop on you. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the filler moment. This is where I basically buy you some time. Some fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think what excites me most about this is I and like as best of Belfast. Like one of the things that we're all about is basically showing people you can do it too. And really, every single episode, every single person that we've had the absolute privilege of interviewing as part of the series, it's really just a moment for people at home, myself included, to be like, oh, my goodness, look at the absolute incredible global world changing stuff that these people have been able to do. And they're five minutes down the road from where I was born. And just that kind of like, like reading a story or seeing a movie, uh, it's it's like that only 10 times better because it's real life. Because you can be like, oh, my word, like if they can do it, then I can do it too.
1: Yes, I think you're right. There is that whole concept, you know, of, uh, you know, if you can see it or you can understand it, you can be it. Yeah, I totally get that. And I suppose, you know, just uh, I'm probably not going to say anything different to what you said there, Matt, you know, and I totally echo that, you know, when we first chatted about this we're we're definitely kindred spirits, you know, in terms of wanting to to spotlight, you know, the best of Northern Ireland. So so what I would say about this mini series is it's really about that, spotlighting the stories, the journeys, and um, celebrating the you know, just the sheer accomplishments you know some of those amazing diaspora and just the diversity of what they're doing around the world it's just it's pure inspiration yeah so totally agree with you on that
0: awesome okay so then we'll we'll cut the clickbait then and we'll go straight to it then uh do you want to maybe tell us uh, the first three people that uh the listeners can expect to hear from
1: yes uh-huh so um
0: and by the way stage, sorry I, yeah, i'm gonna go interrupt you be rude one more time like go. i there's no way i could have ever been connected to these people or even like found and discovered these people and so it's really it's actually so exciting to be doing this because these are some people that i could only have ever dreamt of interviewing so uh yeah i really appreciate you guys even opening that up for us
1: we're super excited about this collaboration as well matt to be honest you know so i think as i say it's back to that kindred spirit thing we're both on the same wavelength right on the same page in terms of what we're trying to achieve whatever so absolute pleasure to kind of make the connections in this way so uh, no worries on that score so So
0: here's the drum roll there it is you can't hear it (laughs) but you have to imagine it (laughs) okay
1: right so first up a bafta winning composer Ooh. Now are you just still doing the drum roll? Now living in <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> Originally from Belfast uh, by the name of Sheridan Tongue. And he is the, the talent and creative force behind the music for uh, you know, many TV series and documentaries that a lot of your listeners will recognise quite instantly. Mm. So uh, that's gonna be fantastic. Um, we'll also um be hearing from uh, Professor Philip Hamill, who's now in Abu Dhabi University, but <laughs> formerly um, of Queens and Ulster Universities, and um, uh, Phil and I actually worked together. He reminded me many, many, many moons ago when we were starting to build out the financial services sector here in Northern Ireland. So, I'm really looking forward to hearing more about his journey. You know, from here to there. So that's fantastic. That's awesome. Um, and excited actually to hear from Bernie Collins, um, a Formula One strategy engineer who hails from County Fermanagh. <laughs> I mean, enough said. Her story is nothing <laughs> short of inspiration on so many levels. So really, really looking forward to that as well. So that's the first three. That's, that's the, awesome. What, what the next three bring for us then?
0: So the next three, and something I will say, um, this is kind of a, a twofold little episode for me too, because... Uh, this series has come at a great time because, uh, as you know, we're expecting our uh, first child here. Yes. And so it's been really amazing to be able to to do these remotely from home uh, to basically roll these out over paternity. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's amazing power technology. And I'm so glad that this opportunity came up because it has meant that we're able to. Um, continue and keep the show going with some really amazing guests while I am otherwise preoccupied.
1: Oh, <laughs> we you'll be recording all hours of the day and night, now, Matt. I know. I'll be the, trying to get guests. So. That, uh,
0: well, does, does does two AM suit you for a uh, for a wee <laughs> interview? Uh. Well, do you
1: see, actually, Matt, you know, when you're doing the international ones, that might just work. See, actually, that's the thing. so yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: might be serendipity. That's awesome. So who's the next three
0: then? Uh, so yeah, fourth in the series, we have the wonderful Terry Kane uh terry is an ultra marathoner uh he's done the hardest race in the world i think it's called the marathon de Sable, and it's like in the desert it's just this crazy crazy race uh just a we like just a flex on you as well he's done it twice (laughs) and uh you know in his free time he he's also a senior executive at a small company called facebook uh which you may or may not heard of Uh, really really interesting guy loved getting a chance to chat to terry and he is currently living in dubai uh then we have Mike Kerr. Mike is a bit of a titan in the world of sports media. Uh he moved to Asia. Um when he was super young, I think just like just around that university age, and he, he planned, I don't know if you knew this, he only planned to go for six months, and he ended up staying for 26 years.
1: <laughs> As you do. As
0: you do. Uh, so he's been on this big journey. He's worked for ESPN, done this amazing stuff, and now he's currently the managing director of B in Asia Pacific. Uh, they basically take um, ownership and help deliver like all of the FA Cup and the Rugby World Cup and the Premier League to... Uh, Asia, Australia and New Zealand which is just amazing. Uh, he's a keen golfer he plays rugby himself and um, I'm not going to say too much more because there's a really interesting part just towards the end of that interview something mm-hmm. I didn't know about Mike, something I'll chat to you off, off Mike on this yeah. episode uh, that really I, it just turned the whole interview around and I was amazed wow. by what I heard as well. And then finally, last but pff, certainly not least, uh, we have Sinead O'Sullivan Arma Bourne aeronautical engineer okay so far so good harvard graduate okay not bad and just to top it all off she's worked in space agencies all over the world including the likes of nasa so i was joking with uh, someone the other day i was like people you know we always say oh it's not rocket science is it and you're like well actually for this person it actually legitimately is (laughs) uh so really really excited to um hear her story and and share her story as well so i mean
1: so that lineup in itself you
0: know
1: just illustrates everything we've just been saying about the diversity the you know just amazing nature of diaspora so you know it's brilliant lineup to start this with yeah
0: absolutely and i think the thing that you and i and you know there are two sort of brands as such are really we're in the business of i suppose connecting the dots and it's connecting the dots between other Northern Irish people who live overseas, it's connecting kind of the dots in terms of our own local knowledge and understanding of Northern Ireland. Of Oh, like, like for example, I had no idea that we had someone who worked for NASA before this series. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I I had no idea yep. that uh, we had people working in Formula One. I had no idea of, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I think for me, that's the exciting part of the podcast. It's a chance to meet new people. Uh, I love the NI Connection Uh, email newsletter that comes through because it's just again it's the nosy factor and for me as a as an interviewer it's like oh i wonder if i could interview this person (laughs) because you know you are introducing us to people that um otherwise we well i certainly wouldn't have known about and um, i think generally speaking there is a bit of a gap there for us as locals of trying to be more connected to where we live and more connected to the people that are from here. So, yeah, yeah I think fantastic. it's awesome. The work you do is is very, very, very important and uh, it's a real pleasure to, to come alongside that for the series.
1: Brilliant. Good. Couldn't put it better myself, yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome. So you can expect to see this series drop uh, next Monday. And uh, depending on what way the time travel works of when you're listening to this episode, uh, once the series is finished, there will be a mini series page on our website where you can click on and see all six photos, all six interviews, all nicely on the one page. Um, But if you're listening in real time as such, kind of week by week, we'll release each of these on a one by one basis, just like normal, every single Monday morning uh, for you to check in and uh, listen on your commute. Listening on your way to work, listen on your exercise, listen in that nice wee quiet part of the day or when you're cutting the grass or when you're getting out of the house for just that you Or time. when you're
1: up at night, up at night doing the night
0: feed. <laughs> that, that'll be me. I'll be listening to Terry Keane at like 3 a.m. with the bottle. It's like, all right, come on, here we go, here we go, here we go. And uh, yeah, super, super excited to share this one with you. And really appreciate you hopping on today just to um, share some insight of what the work is. It is that you do and and the great stuff that goes on um, in NI Connections. And uh, thank you for your time and thank you for this opportunity. And I'm really excited to see how this goes.
1: No problem at all. Real pleasure, Matt. Thank you.
0: Awesome. Chat soon.